Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kia and welcome to Speak Out Radio Show, Inside Out's very own radio show on Access Radio 106.1 FM. Um, yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about a few different topics. The main theme that's going to take up most of the time is HIV, HIV positivity in New Zealand how it specifically relates to New Zealanders and the queer community. I've got with me Nate, Nathaniel Gordon-Stables, who works with New Zealand AIDS Foundation, and he's going to be telling us a little bit about what he does and how it relates to um, yeah, the well-being of the rainbow community within Aotearoa. So that's going to be cool. Um, as well as that, we'll be looking at a couple of upcoming events around the country, uh, namely Day of Silence, which is very important and coming up in mid-August, which we'll be talking a bit more about. And as always, playing a couple of brilliant songs. So, Nate, kia ora. Kia ora. How's it going? Not too bad. Good. Um, yeah, do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about what it is that you do? So, at the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, I am a takatapu peer tester. So that basically means that anyone who comes through my doors, I do testing for them. Uh, that includes uh, STIs uh, and HIV. And that's really it, but that's not where my job ends. I also make sure, because I am the Takatapu peer tester, I make sure that we can get out to our Māori communities and get them to test a little bit more than they are now. Cool. Um, That's, yeah, really special and interesting and quite a specialty role, even within... um the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, which some would probably see as being quite a niche um, service. Um, but, yeah, it was actually really interesting. I was looking at some of the data uh, for New Zealand specifically, um, and, yeah, some of the statistics are quite alarming. Um They've yeah, we, we are at our highest trans, um, transitions in the, well, yeah, since the 80s. Um, mm, this, uh, I think I saw that last year we had the highest number of new Yes, the new diagnoses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, which is quite alarming, I think, um, especially with the younger um, queer community or just the community at large, see uh, HIV and AIDS-related death and illness as being something not so relevant to us now, sort of something that had um, a huge impact on us and, well, on our community in the 80s and then after activism and advocacy for better treatment and less stigma that Mm. we had put that behind us. But clearly, according to the statistics, that's definitely not the case. Mm. Do you think... 
I don't actually think it's necessarily true that our young people aren't scared of it or aren't educated about it. In fact, a lot of the young people that I have coming through my doors are quite educated. Um, well, not necessarily educated about it, but do know that is something That's to be risk, aware of. That but... is a risk. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I do. I do think that young people do know that. That is a that is a thing that they should be aware of. I think it's stigma that stops them from from coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I guess that leads on to the next thing I want to ask about is what strategies do you guys employ to first um, increase awareness about the reality of HIV in this day um, and in this particular cultural context that is Aotearoa mm-hmm. and what yeah what do you kind of um do in order to be specific to the communities especially the rainbow communities and the queer communities mm-hmm. and deliver the care that they need and the education that they specifically need yeah well it's really just education mm. right like mm. we have educators going around our universities um, in our communities, uh, a lot of the time we get them on the marae as well. Mm-hmm. So most likely all of your communities have been talked to about this at some point or another mm. by one of my workmates. Um, we have a- HIV 101 sessions, which we have with, sorry, with, um, with other people. Um, and you can also ask for that to happen in your community if you'd like as well. Um, whether that means calling us up or emailing the New Zealand AIDS Foundation to have a chat or an HIV 101 within your community or within your job, right? Um, if that is is needed as well, and then on the side, I guess it's our posters that we do have around. Um, mm. Yeah, because you've got a new look for this mm. year, don't you? Because <laughs> it used to be. The campaign used to be called Love Your Condom, which it people is, yeah. probably saw in the big colourful billboards around, well, anywhere in the country, because mm-hmm. um, it was a nationwide campaign, is that right? Yeah. Yep. And now it's got a bit sleeker and sort of more serious looking in black and white. Mm. Um, yeah, which was an interesting aesthetic choice, but I guess one that reflects the seriousness of the... Uh, statistics and that it isn't something that's going down yet so yeah no definitely but I think that more or less it was because we are heading in the direction we have all the tools to end new transmissions Mm. and those are things including PrEP um, education Mm. which PrEP will get onto probably later Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, like our services as well. Mm. We do have all these tools. What we need is is policy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so what are your key goals? Um, what are the kind of the main methods that you guys are using to um, achieve your goal, which I believe is to be completely, uh, to have New Zealand completely free of any new cases of HIV con, um, contraction mm-hmm. yes, um, by yeah. 2025. Is that right? That's right. Wow. Yeah. So that is ambitious, but you guys sort of say that it is realistic and mm-hmm. that's doable. Yeah. Yeah, it's very doable. It's very realistic. Can you repeat your question again? Sorry. You just went on on a tangent and I got lost. Um, just 
that uh what your like what are the sort of main ways that you guys are oh, right. um yeah. doing that or what are the things that you're lobbying for um in order to achieve that goal mm-hmm. yeah so in our goal to move forward in ending hiv in 2025 um i think a lot of our information is basically uh for the public uh is regular testing come mm-hmm. in regular testing for everyone we say it's twice a year so that's every 6 months is absolutely enough uh, for New Zealand mm-hmm. um, standards, and that's getting STI tests as well. Um, basically, looking after your own health and, mm. and coming in and regular testing is yep. our first and, and foremost step for the public. And yeah. is this for anyone who's sexually active, or yep. what are your? Is there any sort of criteria or? The criteria, I, I guess, for, for us would would be anyone really, in in terms of definitely sexually active, come in and get tested. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, I think it, it's best to set those those kind of steps for yourself in terms of your health. Mm. In the future, you you can stop those kinds of anxieties from, mm. from turning up, and you're you've already got that kind of. Uh, steps in your health that you're moving forward yeah right? like you yeah and i guess yeah that's a, an important point is that it's a part of your overall uh self-care and being and you know respecting that your health impacts on all aspects of your life and also impacts other people's lives and mm-hmm. um but doing that from a direction of loving yourself and loving others rather than the stigma and the fear and the anxiety yeah exactly Mm, cool okay and prep so could you tell us a little bit more about prep for those of those listeners out there who haven't maybe heard of it before yeah yeah of course so this is a new tool um uh in our toolboxes as of lately um it is a pill that can help you stop to contract hiv um it is not funded by Pharmac in New Zealand yet. Mm-hmm. New Zealand is far behind a lot of countries who have already gone on prep or uh, are already having trialing. It subsidized by the government. Having it subsidized by the government. Okay. Yeah. Currently, it is around eighteen hundred dollars a month over um, over the table. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Over yeah. the counter. Yeah. Over the counter, eighteen hundred dollars, uh, which is quite a lot, and not accessible to actually a lot of people uh but you can buy generics over uh online so that means the same similar product but not name brand kind yep. of thing mm-hmm. okay yeah and you but the thing is though is that with that you do still need to um get a prescription okay. which you will have to put in online and that means going and talking to your gp and if your GP does not know what PrEP is right now, then what I would do is get that GP to contact New Zealand AIDS Foundation. Mm-hmm. And we can have a chat with them about the guidelines, because there are guidelines that they need to go through before that you get that prescription and can okay. have a chat to you about your own health, because yep. there are things and side effects that you need to be looking at as well. And in terms of seeking out the testing, Mm -hmm. do you guys, so you're a national foundation. Yep. And you've got centres in... Auckland, Christchurch and Wellington. Okay. And the ways that people could contact you if they didn't physically come in, if they were sort of still a bit unsure about 
physically going into your places or weren't living in those places, would they? Mm, okay. Yeah, well, if that doesn't happen, um, then I guess you could always call our helpline. But if you aren't in those places that we are, we do on the odd occasion go out uh, to things like Big Gay Out, um, to a lot of hui. You can check up on our website as well if there mm. are new locations that we may be in that are not our own. Mm-hmm. Um, but if all else fails, you probably will need to go to your GP and get an HIV test there. Mm, okay. um, I think the one thing that for those people I would look out for is that do get an HIV test, but do remember that I would get an STI test along with that as well. Mm. And if you are a gay man, that you should be getting swabs. And if they aren't giving you swabs, you need to be having a chat about that with them because okay. that is yeah something that needs to be happening. And is um, are the screenings free of charge or how yeah, does that free of charge oh that's awesome so because don't need um, to be saving up your pocket money for that not at all there's new legislation um that's come in uh, a couple of months ago or was it last year i can't remember but that that new legislation was about all notifiable notifiable uh, notifiable diseases thank mm. you Kilda. um <laughs> So if you, even if you are a traveller from a different country, mm-hmm. especially in Wellington, Auckland has different criteria about that, but especially located in Wellington, everything in the New Zealand AIDS Foundation is free of charge. And mm-hmm. if you don't feel comfortable coming to the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, you can always go to the sexual health clinic on Cuba Street. Or other sexual health clinics in New Zealand. Maybe yeah, or other, or other sexual health. Um, yeah, I'm just talking specifically oh, in Wellington. Wellington. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, sweet. Um, cool. Yeah, is there anything else you think is an important thing to add um, to mm. young, rainbow, queer, trans people? About? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I did think I, I would have to put a lot of information out there, like I've got a couple of them. Is that in terms of HIV, I guess that education, this education goes out towards um, trans people in general. Mm. I think that a lot of the time none of this information gets put towards them either. Um, That these services are are made um, to triage queer people, um, like, first. So, like, sorry, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, You're put first. If you come in as a trans person, we will be treating you with the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you, as a trans person, let's say a trans guy that is having gay sex, come in and have a chat about PrEP, come in and have a chat about an HIV test if you mm-hmm. need to. I think that these are specifically queer communities that will look after you, um, and if you don't feel comfortable doing that at your doctor, then mm. please come in and have a chat about that. Mm, that's really good to know. And then the last thing that I wanted to have a chat about was a window period. Mm-hmm. So when you have had unprotected sex on mm. these tests that we have, they're fast tests, mm. and they can take take up to 20 minutes um, for your diagnosis to show up. Um, but you need to know that there are a three-month window period on these tests um, for syphilis and for HIV, and if you had sex, let's say, the day before, um, I would recommend not coming in for two weeks. Um, just because there's a period, uh, it's a lot more accurate if you come in after two weeks than it, the day before or a week before. 
I know that it's a lot harder with those kinds of anxieties, so maybe a week as well is absolutely fine. It just means that you will have to come in for a retest in order for it to be completely notably accurate. Cool. It's good to know that, yeah, the mechanics of it a bit more. Oh, thanks heaps for that, Nate. Um, so as parting um, things from this point on, I guess, um, can people just find you guys by typing in New Zealand AIDS Foundation, is there a specific website yep, ad- no, address, it. web address? Okay. No, that, that's absolutely it. So nzaf.org.nz. I'm pretty sure that's it, yeah. Great, awesome. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, all good, Um Yeah, and there's a an upcoming film in the film festival called BPM that uh, is a sort of dramatic um enactment of uh, ACT UP who were an um, AIDS activist group um, and are an AIDS activist group which um, would be interesting to get along to if you if anyone out there had time um, there's also some pretty good documentaries out there about um, yeah the movement the sort of education movement about um, HIV in all different countries throughout the world Definitely. but yeah it's very important work and yeah, you're doing a great thing for the queer community. So, hmm. Thank you. Cool. So, the next little uh maybe now we'll just play a little song, have a little musical interlude. This one is a pretty recent release by a group called well, it's spelt A-L-V-V-A-Y-S, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced always. And, yeah, it's just a kind of fun summary one to try and chase away the very soggy grey clouds that have been, well, looming over Wellington and most of the country recently. So we'll just put this one on and, yeah, be back after this.
cool. So that was the band Always with Dreams Tonight from, I think it was going to be an upcoming album called Anti-Socialites, which I'm quite excited about. So the next section, we're just going to be talking a little bit about a couple of things coming up for our organisation, Inside Out. Um, so the first was, um, the fundraiser for, uh, it was a movie night fundraiser for Inside Out called, well, it was for the movie, uh, called A Date for Mad Mary. Uh, but Nate has just been looking at his phone and has seen that all the tickets have sold out, which is sad for people in Wellington who didn't have a chance to get their ticket yet, but is awesome for Inside Out because it means that we'll have a full house and, bit of money to put towards some cool stuff for Rainbow Youth. So that's real cool. Uh, but you can also go to it because it's in the film festival um, and you can just donate money to Inside Out anyway, <laughs> if you like. Um, but, yeah, that's another queer film that's going to be in the film festival. I think it's an Irish one maybe, but it looks really good. I saw the trailer. It looks really good. Um, but another thing you can get involved in um, later on this month is Day of Silence, which is going to be a national uh, thing. And, yeah, I think the official day is the 18th of August. But, um, yeah, basically it's a day of action for students across the country who um, are going to vow to take a form of silence, whether it be silencing their phones or physically not talking or um yeah basically just wanting to draw attention to um making schools safer for all students regardless of their sexual orientation gender expression and gender identity um so it's wanting to call attention to bullying within schools um and yeah um it's just gonna be a good day for um yeah, maybe highlighting conversations around how students treat each other or how safe students feel in schools if they are of a gender or sexual minority. And for those of you who aren't in those minorities, how how you can be a good friend and ally to your fellow students and mates who, yeah, are queer or trans, bi, lesbian, gay, however they identify, non-binary. Um, yeah, so that's something that Inside Out have been working toward. Uh, in Wellington, you may have seen a few posters around talking about unlearning biphobia and transphobia and homophobia. Uh, very effective signs. Um, but yeah, if you want to get your school involved, you can head along. There's still time to head along to the website www www.dayofsilence.org.nz so you can register your school um, or just to find out more about it for yourself. So, yeah, that's worth getting along to and getting involved in. Um, yeah, so you've been listening to Access Radio on 106.1 FM with Rosie and Nate. Um, yeah, that's about all the time we have left for this fortnight but we'll leave you with a classic queer anthem uh, by the three-piece gossip called heavy cross it's a bit of a throwback um but yeah 
have a great fortnight. Be safe out there be it with your sex lives or, um, yeah, just within your communities and, yeah, stay supporting each other and being awesome. Um, poor Marie. Poor Marie. See ya.
That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.